Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, everybody. This is Joe Lynch, and welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. We have a very, very important topic today. Today's topic is a new approach to frozen e-commerce fulfillment with my friend Dan Gillen. How's it going, Dan? I'm good, Joe. How are you? Very good, very good. I know we've talked a little bit about e-commerce fulfillment on my podcast in the past, but this is a whole new animal. So before we get into that, Dan, introduce you and your company. Yeah. So I lead business development for Schwann's Home Service, which is headquartered in Minnesota. And I office in the Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities here in Minnesota. Excellent. So I know you have a very unique background as it comes in this day and age, you have a very unique background. So tell us a little bit about you growing up, where you went to school and, and how you came to be working at Schwann's. Yeah, I was practically born and raised uh, on Schwann's, and so it's kind of fitting that I'm still working for Schwann's to this day. I grew up on a farm in southwest Minnesota in a, near a small town called Morgan, and growing up, uh, the Schwann's route delivery person stopped at our farm every two weeks. We had the same Schwann's delivery guy for years, uh, Tony, and he had our order memorized. He was almost like a friend of our family and kind of knew what was going on with everyone. So I got introduced to the brand and the personal friendly service very early and then uh, went to school uh, in Marshall, Minnesota, which is the hometown of Schwann's, and then uh, joined the hometown company out of college and, and still there today. So, you know, I'm currently doing business development for Schwann's and specifically kind of helping us launch this, what we're calling sort of a business within a business at Schwann's, which is our Cygnus Frozen 3PL business. You were like uh, Schwann's custom engineered some uh, employees, like grew them out the farms <laughs> of Minnesota. So... Uh, for those not familiar with the Schwann's brand, tell us a little bit more about that. And again, I know all about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Schwann's has sold high quality, delicious frozen food direct to consumer since 1952. Uh, so we've been at this almost 70 years. We sell around 300 frozen foods on Schwann's.com. Uh, and we deliver them directly to your door. Uh, most people know us for our iconic gold delivery trucks and our friendly Schwann's representatives. So this all started uh, in 1952 when Marvin Schwann, uh, as a young man in Marshall, Minnesota, decided to load up his Dodge panel van with 14 gallons of his Schwann family ice cream recipe uh, and deliver it to the families in the rural areas around Southwest Minnesota who maybe weren't able to get to the grocery stores in town very often. So this was a, a very early stage, you know, direct to consumer model. And over the years we've, we've grown to millions of customers and we now have the largest direct to home frozen food delivery network in the U.S. All states? We deliver uh, in just about all of the 48, lower 48 states, whether through our gold delivery trucks or we also can ship anywhere in the lower 48 through UPS. And so I have to tell you my own Schwann story. So back in the early 90s, I lived in Dearborn, Michigan, and I remember my wife uh, one day, she's a stay-at-home mom, and I remember she said, finally, we have a Schwann's route here. And I was like, what, what is Schwann's? And she was like, you know, the home delivery, they sell food out of that truck. And I was like, oh, I never heard of it. I was like, it, apparently it wasn't in my uh, neighborhood ever. Cause I never heard of it. 
So all of a sudden, we're getting like $100 every other week from the Schwanz guy. It's funny because like the kids, I had little kids, they wanted, you know, this ice cream or this snack or whatever. And what ended up happening, and this I swear this was the case, it fills your freezer right away. <laughs> like, And there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's meals, there's snacks, there's all the, there's the ice creams are one of the specialties. But the neighbors were all buying it too. And so it almost like, like the Pied Piper, there's all this food being sold there. But then on top of that, you do get to know the guy who's selling all that food to you. But um, I remember people in my neighborhood saying, are you going to buy a separate freezer for your Schwann stuff? <laughs> and I was like, no, hell no, I'm not doing that. I swear, after a few months, I was like, we need a separate freezer for all the Schwann stuff we're buying. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No, it's it's um, that's a common case. And it's definitely a brand that I think uh, is nostalgic and, and uh, evokes happy memories and smiles for people. Um, we, we like to say we've been delivering smiles since 1952 uh, and still resonates today, um, just in a more you know modern and, and e-commerce setting. Yep. And when I moved from Dearborn, I moved about an hour away and to a more rural area where we don't have a Schwanz man. It was noticeable to us. Like, yes. damn, where do I get all my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Dan, today's topic again is a new approach to frozen e-commerce fulfillment. So I know we talked about Schwanz and this is a little different than Schwanz typical model. Tell us a little bit about more about that. And then we'll get into some questions on frozen e-commerce fulfillment. Yeah, so Schwann's typical model is uh, delivering our frozen food direct to Schwann's customers uh, with our own private fleet of, of our Schwann's delivery trucks. So to kind of serve our own customers, you know, over the years as we built our business, we've built a network of what we call depots around the U.S., uh, hundreds of depots from which we operate our route delivery truck business. So really, you know, we've built this network of our own trucks and our own depots or fulfillment centers around the country to serve our own business. And so this kind of creates the foundation for what we'll talk about today, which is a 3PL network to do fulfillment for other frozen food companies. And that's your Cygnus brand, correct? Right. So what we're calling our 3PL frozen e-commerce business is Cygnus Frozen 3PL by Schwann's Home Service. Um, so we wanted to obviously, you know, establish that this is part of Schwann's because, you know, there's certainly a lot of brand equity uh, in that. And, and people recognize Schwann's for being experts uh, in frozen food. But we did also want to differentiate this 3PL business from our direct-to-consumer business uh, just for clarity uh, in the marketplace. So Cygnus Frozen 3PL is part of Schwann's Home Service, uh, but it's what we're calling our third party logistics program. Right. So you weren't going to have your Schwann's trucks aren't delivering food for your customers. You're just using the uh, depot uh, network that you guys developed over the last 70 years. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we're using existing Schwann's facilities to ship 3PL orders from through UPS. So, it, you know, it's kind of a similar approach as you're seeing in more broadly in e-commerce with, you know, large big box retailers doing ship from store, where they're basically using their thousands of stores around the country as fulfillment centers to get more efficiency and also to get closer to their customers. So for us, instead of ship from store, we're doing, you know, uh, ship from depot using the existing depots that we've built to serve our own customers over the years. Yep. So what is frozen e-commerce fulfillment? I think I know what it is, but make sure I make sure that uh, we're level set. What is right. frozen e-commerce fulfillment? 
Yeah, by frozen e-commerce fulfillment, we mean shipping online orders of frozen food direct to consumers' homes. So you have your frozen food brand who's developing their product and brand, doing the marketing and generating orders online from customers. But, you know, once that order is placed, a lot of things have to happen to quickly and effectively get it to the customer's doorstep. And most frozen food brands either don't have the infrastructure and or the desire to fulfill their own orders. So typically, your most viable solution is to outsource uh, fulfillment of your direct-to-consumer orders to a 3PL that will store your product inventory and pick, pack, and ship your orders to your customers for you. Yeah, and that's a tall order. We've talked a lot, Dan, offline about this, is that e-commerce fulfillment, forget the frozen piece for a second, e-commerce fulfillment is a new business for a lot of companies. And so you could go to a lot of the larger 3PLs, not all of them, some specialized, go to a lot of them, and most all of their income comes from truckload or LTL or freight forwarding. And that's fine. It's just when you say, I would like you to deliver to a home, it's a very different business. And it requires different systems, different expertise, different resources and a different footprint in a lot of cases. So it's not just, yeah, sure, that big 3PL that does uh, all the rest of my business is a good fit for my e-commerce fulfillment, let alone frozen e-commerce fulfillment. It's not necessarily so. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as e-commerce continues to evolve, you know, the brand that's selling their food uh, has increasing expectations for how that package shows up to the consumer. So they might want a very branded box showing up on the doorstep with inbox marketing materials and an experience for the consumer, which kind of makes it an even you know more complicated task where if generally you're set up to just ship full pallets uh, to retailers and, and warehouses, you know, it becomes an even more um, task outside of your core capabilities. Yep, yep, definitely. So when we talk about frozen e-commerce fulfillment, what products are we talking about that are first off frozen and then being delivered to homes? Yeah, so a lot of the typical frozen foods that you see sold online uh, today would be things like steaks, premium frozen meat. You know, you're seeing more premium grass-fed frozen meat subscription businesses. Ice cream is sold online, especially your super premium ice cream pints from brands around the country. Frozen smoothies uh, is one that uh, has been very on trend lately. You know, a couple of of frozen smoothie subscription brands kind of capitalizing on uh, the health and wellness trend uh, and the, you know, need and and desire, especially among millennials for a easy to make on the go uh, meal solution. And then I would just say frozen meals in general are a growing category um, that especially with young consumers with busy lives, that product, you know, frozen meals is resonating with them uh, because, you know, of the long shelf life, the easy prep uh, and the portion control. So those, those would be some of the key categories that you would see as far as frozen foods sold online. Yep. And Dan, we know this is a larger topic is the changes in consumer taste. So I have two daughters and they're both in their 20s, I guess the millennials, right? And one's a vegetarian and always has been since she was born. And the other eats mostly vegetables. And, you know, their desire for organic and the one in particular vegetarian. And then they have some, my younger daughter and older daughter, both are very into sustainable. So, it seems like the bar for their food is much higher than the bar was even 20, 30 years ago. And I think being part of that trend, there's very specialized suppliers of that food. And so they are buying it online. And I know they're buying those smoothies you just described. 
Right. And e-commerce really gives you as a brand the real estate and the, the space to kind of tell your story and, and market your brand accordingly versus maybe selling in a store where you have you know a lot less space and control over your, your story. So I think a lot of those very on-trend and story-driven brands are being sold online. All right, Dan. So now this is the hard part. Tell us a little bit about the problems that companies that are trying to get home deliveries of frozen food, what are the problems they're running into? What are those big problems you see? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, customers can buy just about anything online now, electronics, books, clothing, dog food. But of all the product categories that are sold online and thus have to be shipped from a fulfillment standpoint, I think the degree of difficulty and the bar for execution are higher for you know shipping frozen food than just about any other category because your mistakes are really clear and really frustrating to the customer. You know, if a T-shirt or some paper towels are ordered online and they're not quite packed properly or they don't arrive within two days, they're probably still okay when they show up on that customer's doorstep. But if a mistake is made, you know, when you're packing an order of ice cream and that customer opens up the box, they might find soup instead of ice cream. And so just the bar for execution is very high and your mistakes uh, can be very clear to your customers. So problem number one for shipping frozen food would just be product arriving thawed or melted. You know, I had uh, an example happen to me about a month ago where I had ordered pizza online from a company. I live in Minnesota uh, and it was shipped from the East Coast. It took three days uh, to get to me here in the Twin Cities. And by the time it arrived, I opened up that box and found immediately the invoice sheet inside was soggy. So I could tell the product had started to melt. And sure enough, all the dry ice had melted. The pizza uh, was soft and, and kind of uh, flimsy when I took it out of the box. You know, so that was really an example where if that had been, you know, a box of chips uh, or, you know, crackers or something and it took three days, product's probably still fine. But since it was frozen food, it was basically worthless at that point and, and not good to eat. Yep. When you think about like, you go to the grocery store to buy stuff and so much these days is that point of sale display. So you see Coke or Pepsi, they have their own displays. I see at my grocery store by my house, there's all sorts of companies that are spending a lot of time and effort to put their their food in the very best light. And when you think about e-commerce fulfillment, they open that box. Uh, as you said, you're trying to do more of a branded experience. But if it's wet, if it's soggy, boy, that that speaks directly to your brand. And also, you know, we talked about food tastes are changing. If I just spent a fortune on some specialized organic, vegan, whatever my type of food, I'm going to be really unhappy if it's not shows up in the condition that I expect because I paid a lot for it. Exactly. And, you know, for the brand, the frustrating part is, you know, that mistake was maybe on their 3PL, you know, so as a brand that can be frustrating for you because you did your part and you generated the order, you know, but then on the fulfillment end, it fell apart. So that's the importance of, you know, having a a 3PL that you can really trust. Yep. Dan, if you think about this is people who start online businesses and they say, I'm going to start selling pizzas or whatever I'm selling. They might be specialists in pizzas. They must really be the very best pizza. Or maybe they're e-commerce guys who said, we see a great trend here. Almost never are they logistics and supply chain guys. And that becomes the real challenge is you say, I'm really good at making pizzas. And I'm actually pretty good at websites and SEO and getting transactions done online. But if you don't have that last piece done right, 
it's all for naught. It's exactly right. Yep. And th- and that's why, you know, most companies are, are choosing to outsource that to a 3PL these days. We'll get right back to the podcast in just a moment. If you sell transportation or logistics services, the Logistics of Logistics can help you sell more. Our customized program will help you understand your sales personality, including your strengths and blind spots, get more sales leads, and improve your communication and salesmanship. We can also position you as a recognized industry expert and help you reach your target audience. To learn more, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com. And now, back to the show. So the first problem we talked about is thawed or melted. (laughs) Very big problem. So what's the second big problem you see out there? The second big problem that I see in frozen e-commerce fulfillment is just dealing with a 3PL that doesn't specialize in frozen food and or doesn't specialize in direct-to-consumer and e-commerce. And, you know, so really that's dealing with a 3PL that's not fit for the problem that you're trying to solve. So from a, you know, frozen food standpoint, you have to be working with a 3PL that has um, experience in frozen food and, you know, airtight, best-in-class processes around frozen food storage, handling, and quality, you know, because obviously frozen food has to stay frozen throughout the entire value chain from the manufacturer to the distribution center, to fulfillment center, to the customer. Of course, you can't have frozen food melting. You also can't have it even thaw slightly and then refreeze, or you'll have product quality issues. And then just from a direct-to-consumer standpoint, like we talked about a little bit earlier, a lot of 3PLs are more versed uh, in shipping full pallet quantities on full truckloads uh, to a retailer or to a warehouse. Shipping an order direct-to-consumer is really a whole different capability where you're most likely opening up master cases and then picking out individual units, mixing and matching from different master cases based on what that individual consumer wants. You know, you could be putting in marketing materials or recipe cards that correspond to the specific products, which is really a whole different skill set than shipping a a full pallet quantity. Yeah. And Dan, we talked about this a lot offline over the last few months is the bar has just gotten so high from consumers. So if you're a food brand and you want to sell frozen, you have a really high bar because, we, again, we've all gotten very spoiled very quickly on how fast I should have something delivered to my house. I think it's also we're putting a lot of demands on third-party logistics companies. I work with a lot of third-party logistics companies, more in sales and coaching. And what's interesting is they are mostly from a – truckload or an LTL background. And now in the last 10 years, 15 years, we've pushed them to become technology experts. And now in the last five or 10, it seems as if we're saying also figure out how to deliver to homes. I think what it's going to drive is some specialization. You can't do it all. No, exactly. And and I think you are seeing it kind of start to splinter where, you know, certain 3PLs are just focused on the big quantities and certain ones, you know, like us are, are more focused on e-commerce and direct to consumer. Yeah, makes sense. So first problem we talked about, thought or melted, huge problem. Second is this not specializing. You need somebody who specializes first in frozen e-commerce fulfillment, which is home delivery, but also somebody, I think that speaks to, you better specialize in delivering food. Yes, absolutely. So what's another problem you see in the marketplace? So the third and the last big problem that I would say in frozen fulfillment today is just slow shipping. So consumers now just expect, um, not even want, they expect one to two day shipping now. That's just the standard. 
But getting that shipping speed to everywhere in the U.S. can be a challenge for frozen food companies that sell online or want to sell online. You know, whereas there's many e-commerce fulfillment companies that can ship electronics, clothing, ambient products, and have a, a wide national one to two day ground shipping reach, most or if not all of them don't ship frozen food. So, for example, Fulfillment by Amazon is the biggest 3PL uh, in the U.S. It's massive, but even they don't store and ship frozen food. So as a frozen food company, it, you know, you see this massive e-commerce opportunity out there and you want to capitalize on it. But then there's not a lot of 3PLs that specialize specifically in shipping frozen food direct to consumer and have the kind of national network and scale to really reach everywhere in one to two days and ideally one day to most areas so that you can have that shipping speed that customers want. You know, some 3PLs that maybe do specialize in shipping frozen food may only have three or four fulfillment centers, which may give you, you know, one to two day shipping to a region, you know, but you're going to struggle to reach the entire U.S. with the kind of shipping speed that customers expect, uh, which limits your growth opportunities as a brand selling online. So, Dan, I know you guys do it very well because you've been doing it for 70 years. So tell me a little bit about how Cygnus goes about frozen e-commerce fulfillment so you don't end up with this thought or melted. You don't end up with somebody who's never delivered to a home. You don't end up with uh, these four, five, seven-day shipments of your frozen pizza or pie or whatever else you're getting. Yeah, well, you know, when you're trying to attack this problem of how do I get frozen food to the customer and, and still have it frozen. The first thing that I think you really have to solve for is how do I get within two days shipping of all my customers? And better yet, how do I get one day shipping to as many of my customers as possible? Obviously, there's a customer satisfaction thing there with fast shipping is you know, delights customers, but just practically also that, you know, the less time that cooler of dry ice and frozen food is rolling around on a UPS or a FedEx truck, the better your odds of success are in terms of it getting there still frozen solid. You know, I would say the other thing to do to reduce your melting and thawing is your packing process. So you have to have really clear processes around how much dry ice gets used based on the size of the order, the time of the year, how long the food is going to spend in transit. The way we kind of attack this problem is we have 10 fulfillment centers that we ship third-party orders from, which gives us a one- and two-day ground reach to the entire uh, lower 48 states of the U.S. Uh, we reach everywhere within two days, and we reach the majority of the U.S. population in one day. And when you just look at the largest metro areas uh, in the country – of those populations, we reach over 70% in one day, and that's ground. So you're getting you know, the cheapest shipping rates uh, as well as the fastest speed. So from that, we've really seen you know, extremely low rates of food showing up melted or thawed anywhere in the U.S. So you know, about 40% of all the orders that we're shipping are to warm weather states in the south. And of course, we're shipping a lot of things like ice cream, you know, from our own Schwann's portfolio as well. So the biggest way that we've kind of attacked this thawing and melting uh, issue is with superior one and two day ground reach. So walk me through this, Dan. Let's just say I'm making my world famous pies and I'm making them here in uh, the Detroit area. How do I go about getting to that one day that you just described? I'm clearly not one day away from California. Do I have to ship to your locations? Explain the whole process from the time I make my world-famous pie to the time it gets to the consumer in one day. Right. So how it starts uh, is you ship your inventory to us, to our one uh, national distribution center, uh, which is in Minnesota. 
So basically, our DC in Minnesota supplies the entire Schwann's network uh, with replenishment product. For you, with your you know example company in Michigan, you would ship all of your you know your inventory to us on pallets to our DC in Minnesota. From there, uh, Schwann's would distribute your inventory in the proper amounts to each of our ten fulfillment centers. You know, we would work with you on your geographic distribution of your orders to make sure that you know we're sending the right amounts to, for instance, our California centers versus our fulfillment center in Orlando. So the benefit to you there is you only have to ever ship your inventory to one sort of injection point, if you will, our DC in Minnesota, and then we'll take it from there and getting that to all of our 10 centers. And each of our 10 centers gets a replenishment semi uh, every two weeks with more frozen food, both from our Schwann's portfolio, as well as our 3PL clients, uh, which really helps us to be efficient with our inventory where we don't have to send a ton of inventory right up front and then risk you having your product go out of shelf life if it's not selling in, you know, from our Orlando fulfillment center, for example. And that also helps us stay in stock as well, because we've always got, you know, another semi coming to each fulfillment center pretty quickly. So then it get delivered from your fulfillment center to the consumer by small parcel? Yep, exactly. So that first part was how we get product and inventory where it needs to be. And then the next part is we will integrate with your online order software management platform, such as a ship station, for example, so that when your orders are placed by your customers, they come into the the Schwann system and then we route them to the correct one of our 10 fulfillment centers, which will pick pack and and ship that order. We ship through UPS. So we get pickups uh, every afternoon where they'll come by and pick up all the orders shipping out that day. And then from there, that product gets delivered uh, in one to two days. So they don't ever see a Schwann's truck or a Schwann's guy, even though they're using your network of distribution centers or depots, I think you called them. Yep, that's exactly right. So we we do all of our 3PL fulfillment through UPS. We do that because it's, you know, we think more of a, an experience that the, the brand and the consumer would expect versus it arriving on a Schwann's truck. It also lets us uh, provide the frozen food company with tracking numbers so that they can send shipping confirmations to their customers. So everything is, is arriving via UPS, either in the brand's own box and cooler, or we have our own off-the-shelf shipping option that they can use as well. Well, it sounds like a nice deal. Again, you guys have been delivering to homes for 70 years. So you've built this huge infrastructure, which, again, most most 3PLs can't have that. I mean, you just don't have 10 DCs. And that, what percent do you say go one day? So we reach, uh, of the total U.S. population, close to 60% in one day ground. And then if you're just looking at those major metro areas, uh, the, the top 25 largest uh, cities in the U.S., we reach over 70% of those populations in one day ground. And the rest is, is two day ground. So the most your product is ever going to be in transit would be two days. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Dan, this is a good opportunity, I think, for somebody who is um, getting into this frozen e-commerce business to have a fulfillment partner who's been doing it, again, for 70 years. I mean, you guys probably invented the segment. 
Just about, yeah. And, and that's why we thought this segment really for us makes almost too much sense not to engage in, you know, where we have the, the fulfillment network and that kind of intersects with the growth of online grocery uh, and the need in the marketplace for a, a frozen fulfillment solution uh, because online grocery is, is booming and frozen brands want to get their piece of the pie and, and leverage the direct-to-consumer opportunity. So we, we feel we can be, you know, kind of one of the key um you know, solutions to close that fulfillment gap. Yep. And so the name of the company is Cygnus Frozen E-Commerce Fulfillment or Frozen 3PL. Yeah. So our, our 3PL division uh, is called Cygnus Frozen 3PL by Schwann's Home Service, and it's uh, part of uh, Schwann's. Good. So tell us a little bit more. If we want to, con- someone wants to continue the conversation, how do they get a hold of you? How do they learn more about what you're doing here? The best way to get a hold of us is to go to our website, which is Cygnus3PL.com. And Cygnus is spelled C-Y-G-N-U-S. And you'll find a lot of really great resources around uh, more information on how the program works. And we also have case studies on our website, including a case study of how we partnered with one of our clients, which is Raised Real, uh, a baby and toddler meal subscription company to you know deliver the branded experience that they want to their customers uh, and also to help them from a uh, quality uh, standpoint with having all the product arrive frozen uh, and getting the right product and the right marketing materials uh, in those orders. So Cygnus3PL.com is the best way to, to get in touch with us. Uh, you can fill out the Get Started form on our website. Uh, and then we will get in touch with you to set up a free consultation to learn more about your business and your fulfillment goals. And then we can put together a uh, quote for you, you know, and kind of start that conversation to solve your needs. Yeah, Dan, one more time, spell Cygnus and then also spell Schwann's for those of us uh, who've not uh, written big checks to them for many years. <laughs> yeah, Cygnus <laughs> is C-Y-G-N-U-S and Schwann's is S-C-H-W-A-N-S. Okay, Dan, what I'll do is I'll put your website and I'll also put a link to your uh, LinkedIn profile. So if somebody wants to follow up with Dan, you can connect with him through Cygnus3PL or his uh, LinkedIn profile. And uh, Dan, this this is great. And again, I think you guys are really raising the bar on frozen e-commerce fulfillment. Uh, you've been doing it forever. So it's not as if uh, you're stumbling into it like uh, a lot of, you know, wannabes that are uh, getting into this business. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for the opportunity, Joe. And, and uh, we'd, we'd be happy to, to connect with other frozen food companies that need a frozen fulfillment solution. Awesome. And this has been great, great education for me too. So thanks again, Dan. And thanks all of you who listen to this podcast. Your uh, support is very much appreciated. And uh, I get a lot of emails lately with questions and stuff. I will get back to all of you. Uh, at some point, I answer some of them and then I have more in-depth answers and I don't get to them right away, but I definitely will. So until next time, onward and upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversations with experts in the logistics field. If you're an expert and would like to be featured on the Logistics of Logistics podcast, please email Joe Lynch at joe at the logisticsoflogistics.com.